0: Log Talk Radio. Sunday, November 28, 2021, and thanks for tuning in to Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told on Marty Oakley's TS Radio Network and Stephen Burke, 89.9 KLRBFN in Oklahoma and in the surrounding area. I want to uh, say a belated happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and I hope yours was wonderful with your loved ones. It was hearty and happy and healthy. And there's also a lot of people I know that listen to this station that are working very hard to get their loved ones back in their lives of the way that uh, they should be. So um, always thoughts and prayers as cliche as that might sound. I think it is really, you know, up to you how you want to take that, but always thoughts and prayers to those that are fighting for uh, truth and justice. And we know that we need that transparency and accountability to make what is wrong right. So I'm Tanya Hathaway, and I want to say hi to my mom in New England. And It was great to see mom on Thanksgiving Day and just her happy, beautiful face with so many, surrounded by so much love. And uh, and happiness and joy, and uh, and there's always people just you know fighting for her attention. <laughs> Everybody wants mom. So hope you feel loved, mom, because we all love you. And uh, and I would like to get into the show pretty much right away. I believe we've got James Treat who wants to come on with us. Who's able to come on with us? Hopefully. Stephen Burke, who was able to come on with us, and Marty Oakley is going to be joining us with this great conversation tonight about these things that are going on that uh, we all hear drips and drabs about it. Some of us listen to the news one way or another or read the news one way or another throughout the day, trying to stay on top of it all. It isn't enough to make you go nuts. It can give you a headache. Oh, my gosh, it can give you body aches. Oh, my gosh, maybe it can give you Omicron, and I'm sorry, I'm, I I just thought of making that joke out of it. It's funny, but it's not. It's bittersweet uh, with all these things that we are must pay be paying attention to um, now. Fentanyl, fentanyl deaths, human trafficking, Inflation. again, Omicron, another Biden excuse for mandatory vaccination. Um, releasing criminals that go on killing sprees. Is this all a result of a corrupt government or is it pure stupidity? Or is it both? Let's break it down tonight. Let's have a conversation. Let's break this down with some of our regular contributors and if you would like to call in, we would love to hear from you as well. You've got some information that you'd like to add in. If you want to pine on something, phone number to call in on. I'll say it twice so you can get your pen. 917-388-4520 and press the number one if you want to speak your mind. 917-388-4520. Press the number one if you have something that you would like to say. Marty, I want to thank you for tuning in with us tonight. I don't know who else is, is on right now. Um,
1: can you update me and us? Yeah, it's just the two of us right now. Okay, that's fine. All right.
0: So Stephen Burke should be uh, joining us soon, and and so should James, I believe, unless he yeah. is with okay. his family. I didn't get a formal okay from him, um, but I know okay. that he did share things on his site. But uh, I know we can do just fine too. <laughs> you. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. Let's start talking about this new Omicron variant. I'm going to read a little bit, and then let's talk about it. I'm I'm going to quote um, some information, or I'm going to summarize some information that was in Reuters, the New York Post, and the Times of Israel. They're all reporting on this South African doctor who has called this Omicron. It's very, very mild. The name is Dr. Angelique Potease, a private practitioner who is uh, also the chair of the South African Medical Association, noted, uh, she noted that on November 18th, she noticed that seven patients had symptoms, seven of her patients from her clinic had symptoms that were different than the Delta variant, different than the regular COVID-19 or whatever we want to call it, but they were all very mild so they tested positive okay but but their symptoms were different than than these two different variants um and so it was the who it was a, the world health organization who decided to just name it omicron i don't know what that stands for if anybody knows please let uh please feel free to chime in um but their symptoms translated,
1: uh, translated it means here comes another load of crap but go ahead. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and on and on, on, on this one is really supposed to be the the the, uh, the exclamation point: why we need to all be vaccinated and why it needs to be mandated. Uh-huh. So the symptoms are of being extremely fatigued for two days with body aches and a headache, um, very much like the normal viral infection. Viral infection. They hadn't seen a positive COVID test this this practice that this practitioner for ten weeks, eight to ten weeks. A patient in the family then tested positive, and uh, then the same day, uh, more patients were seen. And uh, this doctor in particular has seen two to three patients a day with these very mild symptoms. And uh, she knew that something was going on. It's not the COVID 19. It's not the Delta variant. Uh, The patients have been treated very conservatively and sent home. This African, Dr. Cotiz is also on the Ministerial Advisory Committee of Vaccines and reported no loss of smell, so they don't have a loss of smell. No, there's no loss of, of taste or a drop of oxygen with this new variant. And almost half of the patients with the Omicron symptoms she treated were not vaccinated, which means almost half were vaccinated so a lot of good that does right again the most predominant clinical complaint is severe fatigue for one to two days people who have people who are 40 and under okay so this does not seem to be targeting the elderly um body aches and pain um south africa has strongly contested the travel ban Um, The president has used this as an opportunity to explain this is, again, why we all need to be vaccinated. Also, in Australia, it showed up in Australia, four cases, and uh, from what I just read, uh, this was just a couple of days ago, and there were four cases, and they were from fully vaccinated individuals. So, Marty, what do you think?
1: Well, you know, Tanya, I mentioned here on a show about three weeks ago that there was an absolute dearth of information on Africa. You didn't hear anything about COVID in Africa. Nothing. And then when I researched it, I find because it was virtually non-existent. And the reason it's non-existent, first off, it's nothing more than a flu virus. That's all it is. As CDC came out and said, that flu symptoms and COVID symptoms are exactly alike. That's because we're talking about the same thing, the flu, you fool. Okay. But the other thing that Africa does, that India is doing, and they're fighting like hell with India to get them to stop, is they routinely dispense ivermectin. People say, oh, that's an animal dewormer. It's for people, too. It has been used for decades for parasitic infections uh, for all sorts of things. It's very low cost, very effective, and they pass it out routinely because most of these people live a life that you and I couldn't imagine, but it um, is very successful. So they had no cases to speak of, of so-called COVID. And what they did come up with uh, that the CDC said, well, the World Health Organization said, oh, well, that's COVID. Is just general colds and the flu, rebranded. It's COVID. It's COVID. Um, And people do die of it every
0: year, just like the
1: flu. Yes. And it's usually those
0: with those compromised immune systems, the elderly, the the obese, that die of it every year. Well,
1: so this doesn't surprise me. And what I had said on my show, Tanya, was that they're not going to put up with this. Here's this poor country in the areas we're talking about, North Africa and stuff. These are poor countries, and how come they're not being ravaged with this pandemic? Well, because they're all taking ivermectin, which proves, again, it works. And I said, Mm -hmm. what they are going to do is somehow, whether it's aerosol dispersing in the water, in what food's provided, they are going to salt the population with whatever this is they've contrived. And sure enough, here we are three weeks later, we've got Omicron. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. The crap these people are coming up, this story gets weaker by the day. And it's like Delta, that Delta variant. The clusters of Delta variant were clusters in vaccinated people. And -hmm. they were spreading it. They had to admit that, yes, you can transmit it. You're just as contagious as, as a, yes, yes, as someone who's not vaccinated. But how come the people who aren't vaccinated aren't getting blood clots and sudden heart attacks and all this other stuff. I mean, people, for God's sake, stop and think what you're doing. None of this story makes any sense. And it gets weaker all the time. Have you seen online, Tanya? They've got big petitions and ads going now to not only fire Fauci, but to drag him in for crimes against humanity, humanity and Bill Gates right along with him. And, and, I and I sign that, everyone. Why, there, why
0: wouldn't why wouldn't that be happening? Why why wouldn't that yeah. be happening except our president keeps them on board? So what does that tell us now? Yeah. Shame on Trump for not seeing through this. Shame on him. Mm-hmm. You know, shame on Trump for pushing the vaccination. Um, yeah. You know, and 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 Biden, and 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 Biden for you, you know. The numbers
1: follow the science. Yeah, even under, science. Yeah. There's more even under that are emergency. Right now. From the vaccine, go ahead. And, well, we've got six hundred thousand injured permanently from this vaccine. Get a clue here, people. We know close to twenty. Yeah, twenty thousand, nearly twenty thousand, as a direct cause. Now, one of the things that the CDC is doing to rig their numbers. If you get vaccinated and you die within 14 days of that vaccination, you're listed as unvaccinated. Got it? (laughs)
0: Oh, oh, that's just awful. That is just corrupt. So we want to know, are we dealing with corruption, pure stupidity, or both? Well, that one is corrupt. Check all the
1: above, Tanya. Check all the above. And we keep on dismissing studies. Yes, yes. And firing people who speak out and taking their license to shut them up. You are looking at massive censorship because these people are trying to tell you you're being taken for a ride. This is nothing more than the flu. We deal with it every year. And like somebody said, we don't have the media screaming about shutting the country down. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, this is something we all need to think about. And, Tanya, I'll make one last point and then give it back to you here. If this was the pandemic, they claim that it is, and we know it isn't. But if it was, in Los Angeles alone, you have 59,000 homeless people dead in the middle of the city, living on the streets. We have homeless populations, growing homeless populations, all over the country. And yet these people seem to be unaffected or disaffected by any of this. Now, if this was truly what they say it was, we would have people dying in the streets, literally.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That isn't happening. They die in the hospitals. They die in nursing homes, prisons, Which jails, anywhere point? that there's a captive population. Then the people, you don't see people dropping dead. They're not finding them dead in their homes. You know, they've been laying there for weeks because they had COVID and nobody knew. Um, right. This is just such a load of crap and one of the things that I've taken to doing when I'm out in public when one of these virgin signalers start in about I got my vaccine I always say then please step away step away from me please keep a distance well I got the vaccine exactly you're contaminated and you're shedding that please step away from me and Mm -hmm. this is the way we need to treat these people they are spreading infection it's like any other vaccine You shed the viruses you were intentionally infected with, and these are mutated viruses for at least two weeks. You should be self-quarantining just out of respect for the rest of the public. If you were foolish enough to take this shot, please be respectful enough to keep yourself away from everybody else.
0: It's amazing how... no, 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 no. It's amazing how the reverse is true as to, you know, people that shame others that don't get the vaccination. It's really, it should, you know, I don't want to shame anybody for making their own personal decisions, but by God, do not shame me. You know, do not shame me because I think I've dug a little bit more into the research than most of the people that are just following the herd. They're just following the herd. Well, in, uh, in November uh, 10th, there was an Israeli, um, there was in Clark County today, there was a study but uh, from Israel that shows that natural immunity delivers 13 times more protection than the so-called vaccination. And there's another study that shows that you are 27 times less likely to get the whatever virus it's or flu or whatever it is again, if you already had it, then if you're actually vaccinated, because don't forget this thing that's been going around, you know I believe there is something that's man made that is going around i i that I believe um, but i i don't and but I don't believe it's more than anything that is like the flu, like the virus. Because if you take a look at the world statistics and people who have died, you will find out, well, in the United States of America, that there are no more deaths. As a matter of fact, last year there were less deaths. You know, the first year this came out and the, and the next year that this, this was, is still existing, that there are less deaths overall than the years before. It's just what category do you fall under? Heart attacks? Car accident, cancer, old age, suicide. You know what the yep. category does it fall under? Every category was tipped to COVID. Yep. There are people. There are people that died in car accidents that they called it COVID. There are pe- there are people that are dying of the flu, the typical flu, they called it COVID. There are people that are dying. You know, and it's just, it's always sad. It is always sad, but it's money, people. This is money, money, money. It's all about money. Washington Post, natural immunity. uh, Marty Macri, uh, who's a professor at John Hopkins School of Medicine, Bloomberg School of Public Health, editor-in-chief of of, uh, MedPage, in an article titled Natural Immunity, to COVID is powerful. Policymakers seem afraid to say so. Now, isn't that the truth? In an article titled Natural Immunity to COVID is Powerful, policymakers seem afraid to say so. Why? Because it's about money. People making decisions about their health deserve honesty from their leaders. Agree. Agree. But who is actually intelligibly believing what our leaders are saying is worthy of heeding advice from
1: there you go i think
0: that most of John, the listeners I'll, yes
1: go ahead we've got a caller when you're ready
0: sure thing i i okay i think that most of the listeners on this show right now are very skeptical of what is the mainstream media is mincing and putting out there and that's why you're listening. Yep. You're at least curious. So thank you for being here, listeners, and caller. Thanks for calling
2: us. Yeah, Can
1: We have your name. Area code nine
0: oh
2: nine. Good evening. Good evening. Nice. Hi. Hi. Good evening. Thanks well, thank you for calling. in. Thank you for guess. taking my call. I'm calling from Southern you California. <laughs> mhm. And um. Nice. And you're and you're right about the whole. Um, Heart of Los Angeles, heart of San Francisco People would have been We would have had to burn the bodies Because there would have been piles of them If um, if the strain of uh, COVID was as deadly as they claimed it was to be And I mean we had uh, tuberculosis going on here You know in California And other types of diseases from the homeless And um, things weren't shut down And little was done about it So (laughs) I mean that should tell you a lot not yes. to mention, of course, the laws that they passed here are saying that HIV patients do not have to reveal that they have HIV to their, um, you know, sexual partner or partner or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, oh, right. you got to be <laughs> no, kidding me. Oh, no. But see, nope. what? It's, can, it's,
1: can I say, tell you something that bothers me about that? HIV is another one of Fauci's inventions. And yeah. in yes. that instance, also, the um, interferon and other medications that they came up with to treat hiv which he was part of was killing people wasn't saving them or prolonging their. it was killing them and you're seeing the same thing again with covid here you've got this psychopath i think this man is grossly mentally ill i truly do and Mm -hmm. uh, he's constantly involved in in doing things that supposedly is going to save the day but instead take out a large number of human lives and then he moves mm-hmm. on to the next project and this man needs to be arrested needs to be held in isolation away from the rest of the public he's a danger not only to himself but a clear and present danger to the rest of us and um, why he's still in there yeah, through okay. he's been there yeah. since Yes, he's been there since what mm-hmm. the 70s something yeah. like that and then his wife is also involved but they've tagged him with that Wuhan thing of funneling the money to Wuhan through that Harvard professor. And mm-hmm. he's a gain-of-function uh, technology, which that should, be, that should be shut down. That should be shut down. Why in the world would you weaponize a virus so you could figure out how to treat it? Don't create it. You won't have to worry about it.
2: There you um, go. That's it. And it then they just, go and change the definition of what a gain in function is because when um, yes. S- Senator uh, um, Rand Paul had called him out on it, then they went and changed the definition so he could say, no, it, we weren't doing gain of function. We, You know, it's the, here's the definition. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and Rand Paul oh, called him out and said, no, you changed the definition because I have a copy here that uh, says what the definition was before you changed it. So
1: <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> and people there just don't go. get it. There you go. Uh, boy, of, these, I, I mean, if again, you look you up in the dictionary can, math well, scientist,"
2: you'll find Dr. Fauci's name.
1: <laughs> oh wow! Wow! It just I'm oh my god! Good. But this
2: no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was a joke. <laughs> <audience>. <laughs> you, you have to give her. I, I okay. I, I a can slow on update. But it. <laughs> so maybe
1: it's there. Okay. <laughs> she was looking it up now. <laughs> but, yeah, no, and that's the whole thing, too. This man has such a sordid history, and I've seen stuff coming out now about the horrendous things that he's experimented with and done, like the animals and small children. Um, you know, and he we was part of that you about they, the
0: HIV days, Marty, and caller. And, and, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't get your first name if you wanted to give it. Suzette? Suzette, okay, thank you, Suzette. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. You know, back when this is, the HIV, this was all about the time when the patents became for these different viruses, okay, when Mm -hmm. when, when you could actually, when there was a profit to be made. That's when things were changed so you can start making profits. So why is it that there are, uh, that there's patents for viruses?
1: Is that much or what? Yeah, well, this was, this was yeah, well, in the 80s. Tanya, you remember Ebola? Yeah. Uh, Ebola yeah. showed up in West Africa when the diamond miners went on strike because they were working them 18 hours a day, and many of them dropped dead on the job, and they were paying them the equivalent of about 20 cents a day, starving them to death, they went on strike. Well, of course, there's big money in them their mines, and... So mm-hmm. they had told them, tried to order them to go back to work, and they wouldn't. They shot several of them, uh, beat several of them to death. Mm-hmm. They still wouldn't go back to work. So they started bringing in workers from another country, another poorer country. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, Ebola shows up over there. And if we did we send the Red Cross? No, we did not. Did the World Health Organization roll in with their, their crew? No, they did not. The American military showed up, set up medical tents, and started vaccinating people against Ebola, which supposedly was a virus that came out of the ground where they were tearing up these forests. And that's how it got loose. Well, it turns out the Ebola virus was a gain of function. And I think I want to remember it starts with an M. There's a terrible virus that they do a lot of things with. But it was patented by George Bush Sr. and the FDA. The path is on file and they, people over there realized that the only people who were dying of this hemorrhagic disease were the people that got vaccinated. And so they turned on just like they did in India when they killed or crippled 500,000 children. They turned on the people with their free vaccines. And now India has a $50 billion lawsuit against Gates and his bunch over this. And, um, but they said the kids have got and polio vaccine-induced it polio. out
0: there's only there's more than one way to make money,
1: big money. It's not just yes. war. But see, it's, it's it, even it's, more, it's, Tanya, it's, it's even more than that. It's more than that. This is pollution, making it look like it was a hand of God or some mysterious disease. They they're killing people. Only this time, the shot isn't coming out of the end of the gun. It's coming out of the end of a needle. It's a bloodless war. um, But this is a war on the global population. And whatever this was that they set loose was intended to wipe out an extreme number of us. And I think over the next few years, and Suzette, I'd like to know your thoughts on this, you're going to see people who got this vaccine dropping over dead from all sorts of weird crap. We're seeing that happen now. But I think the full effect of what they have done to us through these vaccines, hasn't yet been felt. What do you guys think?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And and I'll say that because we're seeing it already. Uh, Senator Ron Johnson had held a table panel and, and invited the... Um, right. The vaccine manufacturers to join them so that they could see for themselves the side effects and the people that they've been ignoring uh, because of the side effects that they've experienced from the vaccine and they didn't show up. But these people have lost, one man lost his son and this is just a small group, but there are millions suffering all over the United States that aren't being reported and they're, and they're having experiencing some of the same things, but also some different things. I guess it depends on your biology and makeup and what's in your body already that's being can be triggered mm-hmm. uh, by this vaccine, and that could be anything from yes. cancer to, um, right. You know, arthritis or something else. But yes, I agree. Okay. I also now, think it's a form of population yes. control as well as, as depopulation.
1: Yes. You no, know, there's many. This is a multi pronged attack on us. Uh, one of the things that I found out too that memo number two is that's what the title of it was out of Homeland or um, Health and Human Services. Mm-hmm. How to make money if you're a hospital? You put down died of COVID, or you can massage the death certificate and say with COVID. Either way, you make twelve thousand five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And if right. you put somebody on a ventilator, and they know that ninety plus percent of people who are put on a ventilator die, die. But mm-hmm. if you put them on a ventilator, that's another thirty five grand. And. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing them do all sorts of things. People come in. We've had doctors and nurses report And even those who have DNRs. Yes. They were putting and, people in ventilators who had DNRs. Yes. Yeah.
0: hmm
1: And uh, to take them out faster. And, and I had I a, a doctor question. call into one. No, to get them. No, to get them, to get the money
0: because they didn't yes. want the ventilator. They had the DNR it says do not resuscitate. Yes. Do not. And, and, right. and yet they're on the ventilator, so they don't, you know, yep. people specifically say they don't want to be on a ventilator, being put on the ventilators anyway so that they yeah. can make that money.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was an incentive.
0: Yeah.
2: hmm Here at the hospital I work well, yeah, at, that, that's what's a... what going on. Go ahead. Oh,
0: yeah. You work at a hospital, Suzette?
2: Well, yes. Yeah, so I don't. I'm not actually a healthcare worker. I work in the records department, but um, but oh, we oh, have good. to deal with the billing and the insurance aspect yeah. of it, and. All that, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey,
1: I had a doctor call into in the show the scenes, one night. Then. Yeah. Say that again? I'm
0: sorry, Marty.
1: Uh, well, what I was saying was we had that doctor call into the show the one night that we, when this all first started and we were blowing up on air over what a crock it was. And he said we were trying a new method, and I'd already seen this. Um He said when people come in with covid He said, we're doing what's called proning. I said, yes, I know you're actively murdering them. He goes, what? I said, look, I'm a person who suffers from chronic bronchitis, asthma, and severe allergies. Had it all my life. The worst Mm -hmm. thing you can do to me is lay me face down. And that's what you're doing to these people. You're laying them face down, which compromises the motion of the lungs. It makes Mm -hmm. it even more difficult for them to breathe. You are smothering them to damn death. And he got mad and blew up, and I said, this is something I do know a little bit about, Mm
3: -hmm. things to
1: avoid when I have an attack or something, and that is always to remain upright, at least at a 45-degree angle, never to lay out flat, and particularly never to lay face down. And I said, mm-hmm. it, if you're, what you're doing is actively murdering, murdering people. But I said, you're doing the same thing when you hook them up to that ventilator, too, aren't you? And, of course, he got to scream in that He accidentally hung up. And, um, <laughs> uh, but, but, <laughs> yes, he did. It, it, it's happened to others on my show. They, it, they get to Roar in bad, and suddenly the line just goes dead. I don't know how that happens. But anyway. Um dear. But. But when you see, we've had doctors and nurses report that if you come in and they can diagnose you either with or of, they immediately stop all treatment for any other issue you have. Like if you got heart. We had one doctor, he said, we have people come in in the throes of a heart attack and they start COVID treatment. He said you, they you will not something- treat the heart. Go ahead. I, I, I tell you what,
0: I I, I I totally agree, because I, both of my sons were diagnosed with, with COVID, and, you know, uh, um, they both had severe sore throats, fevers, and whatnot, and they both, this was two different times. I was with them both, you know, during part of it, mm-hmm. and one uh, more so than the other, you know, like, I was visiting him in college, and just, you know, we were hugging and having food in the same bed, just watching TV, hanging out. You know, I, I didn't leave when he was diagnosed. You know, I stayed there to take care of him. And but, but I said, you know, I said, I want you to ask. I said to them both, I said, I want you to ask for a rapid strep test. They mm-hmm. were both told the same thing. And I know I've said this on the show before when we've had these subjects come up they were both told you do not have the symptoms of stress. Now, I don't know if anybody else actually believes that because I always believe that when you've got a really sore throat that feels like razors razor yep. to go to swallow mm-hmm. and you've got a fever, uh-huh. tell me that's the first thing that everybody always used to think of in yep. the past. But yep. all
1: of a sudden, yep. Yep.
0: that's not a symptom of, co- of, of uh, strep throat. Give it a uh,
2: freaking break. We're being lied to, people. Yes. Well, just what boggles um, my I mind is these physicians that won't even bother stepping outside the box and going with their medical instincts, what they learned at right. school. They cast all that aside and just go straight with what the government is telling them. Forget about everything yep, that they exactly. learned. And it, it just boggles yep. my mind. Thank goodness we don't have physicians that are uh, all physicians that are like that. We actually have physicians that are curious about the virus and how, how they can fix it, how they can treat it, because right. that's their job. <laughs> that's what they went to school Suzette, for.
1: I w- recently went to a, a the equivalent of an urgent care clinic because of these issues I have, and I'd been sick for quite some time. I, I couldn't find any doctor who would take me unless I was vaccinated. I refused to be oh. vaccinated. Finally find this doctor. She's got on a mask, and she said, I'm wearing this mask because I have to to keep my job. I said, I understand. And she said, do not put a mask, (coughs) excuse me. And I said, I refuse. I won't put one on. I have not. And she kind of leaned forward later on and she says, sweetie, don't take that shot. She said, with your medical history, it will drop you in your tracks. She said, don't let anybody vaccinate you. I said, we don't do vaccinations. Uh, Out at the counter at the pharmacy I was at, they wanted to know if I wanted to fill out the paper and get the vaccine I said, absolutely not. We do not vaccinate. The whole damn crew cheered. So they're him. <laughs> I think uh, that notorious James Treat has joined us. Oh, great. Hey, hey, James.
4: How are you? No, I'm doing fine.
2: Yeah, I knew it was him. I'm,
1: mm-hmm. welcome <laughs> I'm, welcome I'm currently out of work welcome. because of
2: that vaccination uh, mandate.
1: Really? So oh, really? I am deal. not working Stand yet. Stand your ground, Susan. Stand your ground. A lot and I'm sorry that had for that. Yeah. A, a uh, lot I've seen that all, but, yeah, all over the country. Uh, they're walking out. Police departments walk Fire departments walking out. You're not doing that to us. And the government has no right under any circumstances to do this. I don't care right, what Biden right. comes up with. He has under emergency powers or anything else you don't under emergency powers order something like you say that has already crippled up 600,000 people and has killed another 18,000 that they'll even admit to and, and it's experimental it's, it's yes. still
0: experimental, experimental. so how would yes. you say that those that are that are, are not working because of the forced vaccination at the hospital where you work how would you say that has um Impacted the the hospital or the medical center as far as personnel and being able to get your the daily workload done with um, you know since the people that uh, like you that that left like do you know how many left how big the place is and I know you probably don't want to give everything away and you know, you know but uh but
2: well there was only about twenty of us that left. So we okay. didn't impact that much during the day. I had gone into to pick up my last check, and um, it's like a ghost town. And I also found out that there were a couple that did get vaccinated that were out. So they're working on a skeleton crew. They're mad. Um, I wasn't greeted with friendly faces, <laughs> and
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, there, you know, as far as the emergency room it doesn't matter. Um, as far as in the evening time, it just seems like after 8 o'clock, people seem to get sick whether or hurt or something like that. So, you know, it wasn't so much COVID, but they're just all types of injuries and things like that. But So there wasn't really an increase when the news was reporting that we had um increase in COVID patients at the beginning and all that. That wasn't true. But, you know, you can't get that information out. <laughs> And so, right? Um, they were lying. They were straight lying as far as COVID taking over all the beds in the hospital. That wasn't true, um, and that really ticked wow. me off a lot. Now, the the um, 20 of us are seeking. Well, we have a, an attorney that we're speaking to um, to file a suit against the hospital. And it would have helped a lot more. If more people would have walked out, but we're trying to get the ones that did get the shot and get sick afterwards. Um, to join or try to
0: get them on board.
2: And yeah, yeah, because that would help. Things are a little bit tight, but like I told my husband, I'm alive. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and let me ask you something. How hard, like, how long did you have? Number one, to make that decision, like, how long did they give you guys in, in advance? And how hard of a decision was it for you to make personally?
2: They gave us a week, seven days, and on the seventh day, we had to make our decision. Um, It's just my husband and I at home right now. Our kids are all grown, so that's good. We don't have any small ones to have to, you know, raise. So financially, um, he's the only one that's working. His boss didn't require a vaccine or to be vaccinated. That's good. He only has um, five employees besides my husband, so, you know, he wasn't worried about that. So that's good, but um, yeah, we're, we're things are really super tight. You know, we have to budget everything, and I mean, we normally budget anyway. But <laughs> talking about going right, out to dinner now, once a week or something like that is out now. And now we're just preparing for whatever else comes next. When I shop, you know, if I buy you know a thing of paper towels, six paper towels, I buy an extra um, and, and store it. And same with food. If I buy a can item, I buy another one just to store it. And so because um, we were kind of caught with our pants yeah, did down. You think
0: twice, <laughs> did you think twice about getting the vaccination, or was it just a no-brainer that you weren't going to let that happen?
2: It was a no-brainer. Yeah. Several doctors had talked to, you know, I talked to that uh, were against it and they had done their own research and stuff. And so, you know, but they said, we can't tell you not to get it, but we're just letting you guys know this is what's happening with it and this is what it is. So whatever you decide. Now, were the doctors forced? Yes, everybody was. Everybody that worked from, from, yes, all medical personnel, all, um, what do you call it, clerical, as far as janitors and, or custodial and everybody. Yeah. So Okay
3: What was really weird too Is
2: that they They used to um, We used to like Freeze in there <laughs> All the time You have to wear Like a sweater All the time um, And I noticed When I had gone in It was like Almost a whoosh Of hot air You know But once you're in there It's Kind of comfortable But not really You're not freezing anymore Which is really weird I don't know If it's because They were conserving On energy um, Electrical or what But to me that says bacteria that says um, patients who are sick with infections you know or may get an infection if they had surgery or something like that um, is now they're very prone because it's not as cold. I hated the cold, but it was necessary to kill bacteria, so I thought that was interesting.
0: That's very interesting,
2: jeez as,
0: as, right, like the hospital wants to make more money, get the infection,
1: mhm
0: or what, or whatever, wow, that's something else. Are you finding that there are more people um, out there that feel the same way about you now that you've openly made this decision?
2: Um well, Even I though tend there's to only 20 that gravitate let... or congregate <laughs> with a lot of people that feel the same way I feel and am and supported. Mm-hmm. So that's good. With others, I guess I there's no way to get through to them. Right. <laughs> you know, they were no, actually waiting it's, it's, for the booster to be cleared for their kids, for the vaccine to be cleared so they could go get them vaccinated. And no matter how much facts that I would present to them, and, you know, again, I wouldn't tell them don't get your kid vaccinated, but, but these are the facts. And you want to consider these. Before yeah, before you take them to get vaccinated, you know, as far as the children aren't that, as far as at risk um, for getting the virus. Um, number two, there um, as far as the vaccination rate, oh, age group goes. What were the trials like? Did you find out anything about the trials that they had? Um, anything, any information that's surrounding the children, not just the government saying it's going to protect the children how is it going to protect the children if it hasn't protected adults? Adults are still prone to getting the COVID. All it does is lessen the effects as far as the virus. And if your children aren't at risk of getting it, why would you put something foreign into their bodies? You need to ask yourself that exactly. question.
0: It's something that's an experiment. hmm Yes. And Now that we're down to age, age five, aren't we at age five now? Yes. Yes. And to me, that's absolutely crazy and i and I think that more and more people are you know are realizing oh, it's not just me, it's my kids too, because you know you've got the mama and daddy bear in you that you know you're gonna listen up a little bit more, but then there's still enough of the population that'll just go along with what they hear, and that's because that's the mainstream media and you know, even the the least mainstream is 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 pro-vax. You know, mm-hmm. and that's why people have to listen to uh, shows like ours, like like these, and and I getting agree. the information out there that's so suppressed. Isn't that so?
2: Or at the very well, least, Kanye- your show raises questions. So if they want to prove you wrong, at least yeah. they can go look it up for themselves to see that what you're talking exactly. about is the truth. And, you know, so yeah. I encourage this, that. I encourage that very much. If you think that these people are wrong in what they're saying, then then prove them wrong. Go look it up. Prove yeah. them wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for taking you know, my call. I got to go. That that thank you for calling. And I
0: hope that you can keep us posted and call back in and let us know how that lawsuit
1: goes.
2: Thank you. I will. I will. Take All care. Right. God thank bless. Thank you very All much.
1: Right. God bless. Well, you know, Tanya, Marty. the thing is about this so-called, uh, so-called vaccine is even that guy from Pfizer admitted it's not really a vaccine. They just called it one to, you know, uh, get all the protections from liability. He said you have right. to look at it for like, well, consider it an onboard operating system. Like what's in your computer? Yeah. That really shook me. <laughs> oh I get to God. dig in and I and find it's out. Genuine,
0: really. Yeah. It's alive. Yeah, it's and alive.
1: this is all and the... Cup, this, okay, so to 5G. Apparently 5G and this vaccine work very well together. And whatever they're doing, this is why they're after the kids. They don't want to fight them as adults. So get them when they're kids and get this crap loaded in them. And it's going to sterilize a fair number of them, if not all of them. But they'll already be on board with the digital currency and being stocked everywhere they go and everything they do. And that's what this is all about. It's about control of not only the number of us, but what the rest of us are doing. And they can shut you down any credit you have, digital credit that would stand in for money. Uh, do you remember when this first started, Tanya? There was a coin oh, yeah. shortage because oh, the, the yeah. U.S. Treasury – had to shut down because everybody had COVID, the mint. Well, it didn't shut down, and the Treasury Department reported about two months later that they had a massive inventory of coinage, but nobody was ordering it. You went into stores, and you either had to have the exact change, or if you were expecting change back, you had to agree to allow them to donate that. Uh Uh-huh, okay. My thing about this is there never was to begin with. A shortage of coins, and there isn't a woman in this world running around with a purse that hasn't got a pound or two of coins rolling around in it. And we've got them in the console of our car, and the jars in our house, and we save pennies and nickels and dimes and quarters. And it's just a thing that people do—they collect change. Well, well of course at least they at do. this point, who knows what's happening? They don't yeah. want it in the next generation yeah. But see, that was going to be the beginning of no cash. We we don't right. have the coins. Um, so no cash. But this is part of where all of this lies. This is a multi-pronged attack, and they're attempting mm-hmm. to do several things, sterilization being one of them, so you can't reproduce if you're younger, population reduction right now, but that isn't working out near as good as they hoped it would, a digital currency so that you don't have anything in your pocket and you can't survive outside of the system. And like Gates said, it basically turns your body into an ATM. I don't want right. my body to be an ATM. I'm having a hard enough time holding this old bag together as it is. Um, yes. I don't. I don't want to be an ATM. And uh, well, that's just a, the way that it's
0: it, talked about on our Tuesday show. Yes. Absolutely. And there's yeah, this is this is a well laid out plan. That yes. you know, unfortunately, it's not it, it it's not going quite the way they wanted because of all the pushback that they're getting now. But it, I I agree, it's a multi uh, pronged uh, uh, attempt to yes. e- essentially you know control
1: everything. Yes.
0: we do everything we don't do, and even how we think. <laughs> And yes. uh, right, yes. James, are you are you here, James, still? I, I know you've been pretty quiet because yep. we were on a roll when you called in. But you what know, are I'm your sitting thoughts silent.
4: on this? <laughs> well, well it I mean, you're hitting, all the, <laughs>
0: you're hitting all the key
4: points. I mean, yeah. the coin shortage, I mean, that's a fine example of a false narrative. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like today when they're telling you all these people that are vaccinated, when they're not, because they're trying to push the narrative to try to coerce you to believe something that isn't true. <laughs> and that's the whole basis yeah. of everything coming out of the government for the last what, 20 years, but not, not quite as yeah. forceful as it's been in the last eight months, because their mm-hmm. timeline is running short. Yeah.
0: Oh, Marty, just so that you know um – Stephen Burke is here but he's on the other phone. Um and the last four digits oh, okay. are four zero one nine. I got him the last
1: Okay. I you got him I just opened him up. Yeah, he's alive. Okay.
0: Okay. There you go. That's good. Okay. Thank you for that, Stephen. I'm sorry I didn't see that until just now.
3: No, that's all right.
0: How are you tonight?
3: I'm doing all right I guess.
0: Well, I I like hearing people like Suzette that just called in, and you know she's part of um, there's 20 people that left the hospital because it was either you get vaccinated or or you lose your job uh, that are suing, and hopefully they can get those others on board um, that were vaccinated or whatever we we call it. And actually hurt from it. I mean, I I look again. I look at myself, and you you know, I was around my two six sons when they had whatever they had strep throat for sure. Um, and and I think with strep throat, you do lose your sense of taste too. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, well, don't you think that's a common thing? But but I, I here I am. I was around, you know, people that actively have been very, very sick, and I consider myself lucky, or maybe it's because I've got an O-positive blood type. Um, maybe it's because, I, I i don't know, my immune system is healthy. I don't know, but I never, I never got it. I never got anything like this that has been going around. Have I had strep throat in the past? Yes. You know, but I didn't come down with anything.
1: Well, one of the things that I learned from a a doctor that called into one of my shows, he said, on that PCR test, he said, they aren't looking for a virus. He said, Marty, they're looking for people who are RH positive and who is RH negative. And he said, Mm -hmm. you know, he said, if a woman who's RH negative gets pregnant, she has to take shots during her whole pregnancy to keep her body from rejecting that fetus. And he said... That's what they're after. He said, "Your R H factor is directly tied to your DNA. And he Mm -hmm. said, so there's the link there, and we have to figure out what it is they're doing. He said, when you look at this so-called vaccine, that's really, he said, by all definitions, it's a bioweapon. He said, it is attacking the DNA, and it is changing your makeup as a human being. He said, once you take the vaccine, you are no longer classified as fully fully human because your DNA has been altered to such an extent, you can't meet the criteria. That scared me so bad; almost threw up. Um, oh my! I, God. Uh, and you know you can't patent anything that's well, in that's its gain natural of function. state. Like, that is gain of function. If, but you can't patent anything that's in its natural state, like corn, soybeans. So you alter the plant for no other reason than profit, and now it's patentable because it's your creation. He said, you need to think about He said, I've heard you talk for years about what genetic modification is actually about it. And it's just like if you have an, an acre of corn that produces in a traditional crop 22 bushels of corn. And you have – or 14 bushels of corn, but you have a genetically modified crop that gives you 22 bushels. And everybody says, oh, isn't this wonderful? He said, no, it isn't. He said, because it takes Mm -hmm. seven bushels of genetically modified corn to match the nutrition in one bushel of traditional corn. He said, you are eating empty food. Not only is it empty, your body can't mm -hmm. actually digest it and absorb it, so it just passes it out. But go back to the DNA with humans. If they have altered your DNA, you are now patentable. They can actually, which maybe go back to years ago when I was looking at, uh, in 92, them collecting, every newborn baby in this country gets its DNA taken and stored in that data bank in Maryland. And I thought, what do they want their DNA for? You know, well, what? well, now we're seeing what they want it for. And... So they have a comparison base. You're altered. You aren't what you once were. Uh, So now we own you. And I know that sounds far out, but the more I'm seeing of this stuff, the more convinced I am. That's part of what's happening. And uh, it may be a minor. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen, what do you think of that?
3: Well, pretty much on target there, I'd say. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just, I, well,
3: I don't know, there's,
4: there's. go ahead. Marty, the travesty to this is like the woman who just came on, <clears throat> you know, she's in a part or stage of life where she can adapt her life financially, and her husband isn't under the same scrutiny uh, at his workplace, but take a young family. Take a guy that's 34. Take a woman that's 30. They're married. They have three kids. They don't have Terrifying. a choice. They don't have a choice if their workplace says you got to take the shot or not. Because they've got three young kids to feed. We, I can't put myself in that position. Marty, you can't put yourself... None of us four here on this panel can put ourselves in that position. Think I agree.: of the hundreds, We shouldn't think of the thousands. think of the millions of Americans that are facing or and or going to face this scenario if something isn't changed rapidly. My son. See, the thing is example, with me, James. I was gonna say my son as an example. His wife, quote unquote, got COVID. She is a RN nurse in the COVID floor at her hospital in Michigan. Joey's not sick. Didn't? Yeah, he, he got some flu symptoms, whatever. But he got quarantined from his job. He's got five kids. Mm-hmm. Two parents can't go to work for two weeks.
1: Okay, let How me let me say something survive here. That? Well, here's the thing. It's real easy to stand out and say, take the jab or lose your job. But we are looking, I think I saw a rough estimate of 108 million people being out of work. Now, you talk about an economy buster. Um, And many people might say with me, uh, I'm sorry, I'll take the chances. I'm not going to take this vaccine. And... So you look at this, and this, like I say, this is an economy buster. When this first started, they shut down all mom-and-pop operations, privately owned businesses, this, that, all the small that keep your community humming. That is the financing for your way of life, actually, is all these little shops and businesses and everything. And I kept screaming at people at the time, but Kmart, Walmart, Home Depot, all these big-box stores that get hundreds of customers a day can stay open, but you can't. You're this little well, business, Well That wasn't
4: about the consumption side. That was about the income side. Think of all the hundreds yes. of Americans who got income off the of small businesses, which the government can't control, yes. it, but they can roll out something to Walmart and say, okay, this is what
1: you're going to do. Yep, yep. And it just and that was the thing. I said they are ruining local economies, and they're taking away jobs and businesses, except for Walmart and the likes of them. And it, it's on purpose. You know,
0: I, it's, it's on purpose yes. because none of that follows yes. the science. There's there's no way no. any of that follows the science.
1: Well, the thing is, there yep. is and, no and, science. And this is the us biggest and budget,
0: and they want to ration. The, the paper towels, the toilet paper, and yes. and and the same thing is happening now with this whole supply chain thing. I, I believe this yes. is all a part of of the problems, as you put it, Marty. To your yes. point, uh, yes. I absolutely believe that. And you know, and and it's, what about the border? Okay, let's let's move on right now. Let's move on to the border. We've got at least 1.7 million that have crossed the border illegally this year, despite despite the Supreme Court of the United States saying to firm up the border, despite that in all on August 24, 2021 the, the Spotus said the, to, the remain Mexico, Mexico, remaining Mexico policy needs to be reinstated for asylum seekers. but we all know that there are runners. We all know that there are many others that have a different purpose for entering our country or not okay now now listen to this none of these people were were forced to have vaccination we don't know who's coming in so we but you know what this is inhumane to let this happen this is human trafficking This is because the cartel has something to do with every single person that is running the border right now, that is crossing the border. And yet you see some people that are, you know, and there's some terrible, terrible people that are passing through. And then there are some beautiful families that are just taking an opportunity, you know, to try to make themselves a better better life, you know, that are coming across ragged, exhausted, abused, and my heart goes out to them. But this is what our government, our current government, is allowing to happen right now, for, for to mislead that this is what, or to allow for this to be happening in our country right now and to allow people to actually take this journey, and their lives are lost along the way. The uh, the justices said in their unsigned decision that the Biden administration appeared to act arbitrarily and capriciously by rescinding the policy formerly known as the Migrant Protection Protocols. They also cited last year's decision in the Department of Homeland Security uh, um, uh, Regents of the University of California case. The decision blocked the Trump administration effort to undo the Obama-era program protecting the young immigrants that come to U.S. as children. I get that. I understand that. Those children are innocent. They come in, and they're young, and they're innocent. So this is not strictly a political thing. This is, this is just about what is going to be best for our country and what is best for these people that are being misled, or those that know darn well that they can come in here and commit crimes upon the people. We've got enough crime here that we've got to deal with. So what on earth are we going to do about that? What's happening with all the fentanyl that's coming over here? Last year, the amount of fentanyl that was seized was enough to kill everyone in our country times seven. Let me say that again. The amount of fentanyl that was seized was enough to kill everyone in our country times seven. And there's one other thing, and this will give us quite a bit to talk about. There is a heck of a connection between the China and Mexico and this uh, and and fentanyl. And November 3rd it was published in Asian Here's how it works. After chemical ingredients used to produce fentanyl are imported from China, the drugs are manufactured in Mexico, then smuggled over the southern border of the United States. In addition, cartels can stamp fentanyl into pills, so they resemble prescription drugs like Adderall and, and Xanax. Heck, it's, and this is—they're really it's going into pot, too. People are thinking that they can smoke pot, something that seems pretty mild, and that, that they're going to just get high, but they can die. There's just tiny little droplets of fentanyl that can kill you. According to the DEA, uses of the fake pills contain potentially lethal amounts. The Custom Border, and Patrol Drug, seized, uh, and drug seized, seizure Statistics exhibit a substantial increase in the total weight of fentanyl C so far. The 2021 total weight is at 10,469 pounds, which accounts for 51.45% of the total drug seized. The Prior years total removed be, between 2,283 and 4,791 pounds seized in fentanyl. And it's arguably, argue, arguable that a much greater amount of fentanyl is, uh, is entering the country as the seized amount is the tip of the iceberg. So just think, just think, this year alone, 10,000 pounds, okay, compared to the prior years. Any amount of pounds is too many. But just think what's happening with the open borders. All that is being seized compared to all that is not being seized. Stephen, what do you have to say about that?
3: I didn't catch the question. I, I think he was talking to me. I think the CIA needs to finance their operations or what I think. Oh,
1: well,
0: yep. The profits from this smuggling clearly has no blinders, or there this would be a non-issue if it were not linked to areas of our corrupt government. That's as far as I'm concerned. There's no way this would be happening if people aren't lining their pockets.
1: Well, Tanya, since the Afghans set fire to the poppy fields, it stopped the cocaine heroin business pretty much in its tracks. That was to get the U.S. out of there. And many of the guys that came home said they were angry. They thought they were going there to protect freedom. And they were sent there to, to guard those poppy fields for the CIA. And they had orders mm-hmm. to shoot men, women, or children that came anywhere near them. Well, the Afghans set fire to those fields and burned them to the ground. So the CIA, Stephen, had to come up with a new source of income, which turns out, in my opinion, to be this fentanyl.
3: Right. Most likely, yeah. yeah. I know the the drug trade from over there doubled after our military went in there to supposedly shut down <laughs> the drug trade. Yeah.
1: Well, and then we had so many of the military talking about on every airport and every base in this country, they have what's called Spook's Corner, and that's where the CIA lands, and they talk about how pallets – of stuff are taken off those planes that are coming from other countries and you know uh, that they're pallets of stuff that get loaded onto trucks and drive away and um, that many people who work in the airport said it's obvious that what is being handled there is drugs and um, there, there was a book written some years ago called um, the predator's ball And it was about the CIA and its drug trafficking, and they are the biggest purveyor of drugs in the country. And uh, they're the ones that make sure it gets out to the population, and they're the ones making the money off of it, for the most part. Uh, You know, John Kennedy wanted to shut the CIA down, which I think is one of the reasons, one of many, they killed him. He said it was a threat to the nation, and the CIA is not a U.S. agency because they are prohibited from, if they were, from uh, propagandizing the public. They are prohibited from uh, going after people in the public. They are for foreign, supposedly. So the CIA here is actually owned by England. MI6 over in England is actually owned by us because they have the same laws that prohibit them from working in-country. And... um, so but it it all goes back to the same people, the same places. And um it just I I remember when they introduced what was it uh cocaine and meth and they introduced it into largely black communities because they said it would wipe them out, you know. And it it did some damage either way. But it, see it got out into the general population. Um <laughs> these drugs that they hand out that cause brain damage. I mean, you listen to these ads on TV. Again, you know, if you're sneezing once a day, you need to take this. And, of course, it'll cause you to have brain bleeds, heart attacks, strokes, severe diarrhea, flu-like symptoms, and your head might fall off and roll across the street. Ultimately, it could kill you. But ask your doctor for a bucket full of these anyway. And the people that run in and do that absolutely. If you, if you tell me there's something, and I won't take anything unless I look and see what all the adverse reactions are, all the possible effects this thing could have, which means I don't take any medication. And people will go in knowing this stuff and yet take this stuff. That absolutely blows me away. But it's go back to that vaccine. You've been told this isn't really a vaccine. This is doing other things to your body. And people will line up and get the vaccine. See, I don't understand that. I don't understand it. But that's just me.
4: Well, the, the, in the United States, as well as uh, foreign countries, uh, specifically the Philippines, uh, Stephen was telling me as well, they started government subsidizing uh, the general population with uh, income, just like they did here with the COVID $2,000 payments, by everyone. but there in other countries, they've made it an ongoing monthly contribution and then now they're saying, well, to continue getting these payments, you've got to take the vaccine. So what do you think they're doing? Taking yep. the vaccine yep. so they can so they can have their continued payment, government subsidies.
1: Wow.
4: Good God. Yep. Stephen well, can well, probably elaborate something... on
3: that better than I. Yeah, just about everybody over there, except my friend's family, has already took that vaccine so they can keep their amounts to about $100 a month handout from the government. They get it every two months, like 200 bucks or so. But they told them this month, you got to get the vaccine or you're not getting your money. So they all lined up to get it.
4: But see, $200 doesn't sound like a lot to a lot of people, but to the people no. in the Philippines, that's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. Well, I know up in Minnesota here recently, they to get kids without parental consent um, to take the vaccine at school, they were offering them snacks and free sodas and ice cream and this and that and something else. And I, I saw a meme here recently on Facebook that says it all. If you have to be uh, coerced <coughs> by being offered free gifts and trips and uh, prizes and That's money and this, that, and something else, you're being lied to. Um, you know, and I don't understand it. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Uh, you don't. It, it will compromise every other part of your life. And why uh, there's, I've always believed in the power of the pocketbook. You can segregate us unvaccinated out and say you can't go to this business, that business, another business, and you can't go here. There. That's money I'm not going to spend there. And there are enough of us, if we slam those wallets shut, that could make a huge dent in this. Um, this is going to hurt the economy more than anything else, uh, aside from all the business closings. And they said we lost somewhere around 66,000 small businesses across the country that will never come back. Our communities right, can't the, survive.
4: Yeah. That's the gift 22, though. They They really – don't want the economy to survive, so the people who don't have jobs or don't have income have got to rely on the government for that income. And in order to get that income, right. you've got to comply and take the shot. So they're they're yep. winning either way. Yeah,
1: you're right, James. You're right. Wow, well, I don't know if we we are sunk. I've been following, of course, my friends over there in Australia. And I have a video up on um, Facebook that was sent of all these massive, massive, massive protests in other countries against the mandatory vaccine and the passports and the lockdowns. whole Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people hitting the streets. And I look at us. There's a few little protests here and there. America, what has happened to you? Mm -hmm. Uh, Just sitting there. That just... I'm watching that video of all these people. They say it was just staggering to to watch this. People filling the street, sidewalk to sidewalk, as far as you can see. I mean, it just they took aerial pictures. The gathering of people in protest was absolutely stunning. And here we well, sit.
4: But Marty, ask yourself this though why are they still pushing so hard? Why are they pushing harder today than they did last month and the month before and the month before? Yeah. Why are they doing that? It's because why? They're not getting the compliance in the United States that they want. They're not getting the numbers of people signing up and lining up at the door. Or they wouldn't be pushing so hard. So you can't believe what you're being told. Or yeah, they very much be true. So hard.
0: In, in the United it
1: just, States. I don't it, it just um I I'm a, I, I don't know, I'm a child of the 60s and 70s and I was in the civil rights movement, stood on those protest lines. Uh you know, I was part of I've always have been real active in whatever's going on. And there is such a lack In this country, other than keyboard warriors, um, there is such a lack of participation, of standing up, of (laughs) standing your ground, saying no. And it it breaks my heart, it really does, to see this happen to us. The apathy um, and the willingness to go along with this stuff when it's obviously contrived. What what in the hell happened to us? You know. Well, I'm not giving up. I don't know.
0: I, you know, I'm not giving up. I think we, I, I, I think that people are are waking up. I think that, um, I, I think we've got a, definitely got a problem if if we keep allowing this to happen, to continue to happen. And, uh, but people are standing their ground, but not nearly like we need to be. I agree. I think more people get it than what used to, but a lot of people aren't as vocal. You know? Well
4: I think there's a there's, I think there's, there's a big gap here. You've got the younger kids and let's just say grade school through junior high and even just go through high school. They're still really under the control of parents or grandparents to some degree. But you've got an age, you've got 20-year-olds through, and I'm not, I'm just using these demographics as an example. I'm not saying it's absolute, but take your demographics of 20s, 30s, and 40-year-olds possibly through the mid-40s. They've been subject to the Game Boy sitting in front of a TV set in condition since the time they were six years old, losing outdoor activity. Then you've got the latter part right. of the 40s or the 40s the 50s and the 60s 70s and 80 year old people who know better
3: right
4: so we've got more control than you think because we probably have three-fourths of the population that fall in the 40 and up and the high school and under but right. they've got they have got a lock on the 20 30s and 40s euros well
1: yeah. You know where and, I lived up there in free Minnesota? I feel to disagree
4: with that, but give or take no, years I, either way, I think that's a very yeah. viable deduction.
1: When when I lived up there still in Minnesota, the town I lived in was not a large town, but there were a fair number of children there. And, of course, that's where I raised my two granddaughters. In all those years there, it is a rare thing you even saw anyone on the street, much less children. We had a big park mm-hmm. down the street from us with swings and this and that and something else. There's never anybody there. You didn't see kids out playing in the yard. I can remember we damn near tear the door off the hinges trying to get outside. Um, right. You know, we were playing kickball, streetball, and in the winter we were building snow forts and you know, doing all... These kids aren't doing anything. They're so, and and I think get, one of the they're things... They're not getting
0: their vitamin D, so they're going to get sick, too. No.
1: Easier. So what... What gets me is when I had my granddaughters at home, uh, one night several of their friends were having dinner with us, and I got dinner on the table. Mm-hmm. Everybody came and sat down. Nobody is talking to each other. They're all looking down at their phones, and I blew up and told them, I said, you go put the phones in there on top of the TV cabinet. You can pick them up after. Oh, well, I'm just doing – no, put them in there or leave the table. But I've noticed that in restaurants, too, people aren't talking. They're looking at their phones. Everybody's yeah, glued no. to that phone. They're not talking to each other. They're not making eye contact. We have become so separated from one another with technology that I don't know if we can coalesce anymore. I don't know if we can pull together. Because unless it's on your phone, I don't think they're going to do it. Just my thoughts. Oh,
0: one way of getting the word out. Go ahead, Stephen.
3: I'm sitting and watched, uh two teenagers sit on the same couch and text each other.
1: Yes! Oh, God, doesn't same that drive you nuts? Each other. Yep, yep.
3: Sitting on the same couch yep. in the same room texting each other. Yep, yep.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it wasn't because yeah. they didn't want to say it out loud. It was just because that's what <laughs> right. they were to do it. Oh my well, I gosh. eventually
1: uh, established a rule at the house when you came in the house. TVs went on top, or the phones went on top of the TV cabinet. You you don't sit there on your phone. If you want to do that, you go home. And um, it, but it's just there is no communication. There's you know I, one of the things I discovered, which I thought was, I was here about six seven years ago up there. We got hit with an F five tornado. And it about took that whole little town off its foundation. The destruction was unimaginable. This was in the afternoon. At 1130 at night, the electricity came back on. What? You know, that kind of bugged me. So, of course, I had to start digging into it. And I found a grant program from Homeland Security that could be accessed immediately in emergency situations like this to restore power immediately. And it said, otherwise, people may come out of their homes and start talking to one another and learning who their neighbors are. So it is imperative to get power restored, get the TVs back on, the computers working again. And I absolutely was stunned with this. But I've seen this happen after many disasters. They immediately restore power. I mean, they're in there right damn now, getting the lights back on and all of that, which I appreciate they did. But like I say, um, out in front of my house, they're out there trying to access these power lines with these massive trees down, I mean, debris everywhere. It was like I say, it, it, you cannot imagine what this did. And it was two tornadoes that combined together north of town, which also struck me odd because the tornado was moving in a southeastern direction. And at that time of the year, it should have been moving northwest because of the airflow. But this didn't. But that's a topic for another day. And But, you know, you find these things all over, like the defunded police issues that are going on. It isn't to get rid of the police department. That's not what they're after. What they're after is severing the contract with Homeland Security that provides funding, the militarization, military equipment. And they are actually the ones running your local police department, giving them orders. And you either do this or we'll pull out the funding. So what they're trying to do is sever that contract, refuse the funding, because once you take it, you're on the hook. And go back to where it's community-supported. No more military uniforms, no more tanks, none of this stuff. You're, you're not law enforcement. You're peace officers. And, but I see them come out and attacking it. Oh, this is that leftist stuff. This is, this is you know, they want anarchy. Shut up. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. But that's what that's about is getting rid of homeland security. And even your sheriff's department is under the control of Homeland Security, with the exception of your sheriff, which they cannot dictate to because he is an elected official. But all the officers, the deputies, are under their control. So basically they still have the control. But a lot has been done, especially since 9-11, the Patriot Act. By the way, Joe Biden wrote the original Patriot Act. It didn't get any play, and Mitch McConnell tweaked it up and rewrote it certain areas of it, and that's what appeared as the Patriot Act after 9-1-1. And uh, so, I mean, you can see what these people, what their thoughts are towards us and how they want to disempower us. They want to destroy the Constitution totally. There's not much of it left as it is. Well, it's as if we
0: don't have minds of our own. It it, it drops in the face to us. As if we cannot mind our own lives and our own, and that we don't have the intellect to be able to make certain decisions. Or what about all decisions for ourselves? It's, uh, and that's what's putting us in a position of, uh, going towards a society that is under the tyrannical, uh, under tyranny, <laughs> excuse me. and and that's essentially you know we need less government. We need we need our police. We need to get rid of any corrupt police, any abusive police. We need to mind to we need to mind our own homes, our own families. We need law and order. We need it within our constitution. We need to hold the fake media accountable for broadcasting all this horrific fake news. We need to get, as you said to your point earlier, Marty, we need to get Fauci for high crimes. And, 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 and all that he has been a part of and dates of, of injecting into our loved ones that just don't know better, that just know better. I can't imagine that there is one person out there that knew better that would go for this. And that's why I can't get mad or upset with anybody, you know. I, 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 but we thought that the media minces things. And, you know, we're being told now, oh, jobs are up. Jobs are up. Well, compared to what? Those job numbers include the jobs from the shutdowns that took place, a, a, you know, a year ago. So I, so you want to talk about mincing things, if it's the one thing that this administration is trying to hold its hat, you know, to, to hang its hat on, it's, oh, the job numbers are up and the economy is up and, oh, this and that and the other thing. Well, everything is being shifted around to make it look like Biden might actually be a success and it's not working for him. It's just not working. What do you say, James?
4: I'm sorry, I didn't hear your premise.
0: Well, everything everything that is being shifted around right now, trying to make it look like Biden is actually going to be a success, for instance, they're saying that the job, jobs are up. People are going back to work now. Well, remember that 300 extra dollars that they were getting for being unemployed? Well, that's not there anymore, correct? So, well, okay. I
4: mean, you're you're talking you about something 200. that I've got I've got zero belief in the fictitious government that's at play right now anyway. So, I'm probably the wrong person to ask on that. Cuz I am totally yeah, no. disregarding anything and everything that I'm hearing news-wise and otherwise, is coming out because it's a false narrative that they're telling us and expecting us to believe, and there's no no truth behind it. There's no more truth behind our government that's supposedly in place right now any more than there is a COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, they're getting all this fuel. All this fuel that's going to last. Three days. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not the right person to give that any credibility whatsoever, even to its own existence. Well, because well, anything well, uh, that anything that this fictitious government is doing is just basically printing more money and money laundering it through any quote unquote bill it passes. Just feeding more resource or more fake dollars to the cabal.
0: That's what it is, and we're running out of time, anyways. Um, so, the, so we don't need that much of a response, uh, unfortunately, because this ninety-minute <laughs> show sure did fly by. But um, hopefully, um, hopefully, our listeners will uh, follow back up with us on Tuesday because. We didn't get to everything that we were going to discuss tonight. You know, we do want to talk about um, the the crimes that are taking that are taking place right now. Um, you know, this whole tax and release and no bail and whatnot. We do want to talk more about what we did speak about today. Um, but so make sure that you tune in on Tuesday, half an hour later than you tuned in tonight, and we'll have the same cast of characters on um, with us, and we're going to discuss. Uh, not much more. So please be sure to keep an eye on Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told. On Marty Oakley's TS Radio Network and on Stephen Burke's 89.9 KLRB FM Lighthouse Christian Radio in Oklahoma and the surrounding area. I want to thank you, uh, Stephen Burke, for coming on and for airing the show. I want to thank you, James Treat. and Marty. Uh, I want to thank you too for joining us tonight. Marty, looking forward to this next series that you have brought up. Uh, so please be sure, listeners, also check out this webpage, ppjg.me, ppjg.me. It's Marty Yokley's webpage. You be sure to check that out. You'll learn a lot more about what's going on. God bless and Good night.